Hi, everyone. Hi. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. <laughs> Hi. What's <laughs> the most important thing about comedy? Timing. <laughs> Ooh, GR Dad, that's too loud. Well, I can't help it. You're blowing out the, the peaks on the recording. Well, you know, adjust accordingly. This now you're too far away. This is a technological issue, not a nope. human issue. human error. Human being. I don't think so. I can you. only be what I can only be. <laughs> Stop yelling at the mic. I was yelling at you, I think. <laughs> Not the mic. The uh, <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week is the For Fox Sake. Ooh. Actually, it's the For Fox Sake. <laughs> and it's Fox, F-O-X. For Fox. Fox Sake. Man, there are more puns and plays on words to come up with fuck without saying it than For I can Fox even think of. Sake. It is sake, green tea syrup, plum bitters, and a lemon twist. <laughs> you shake that up, put it over ice. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm not a huge sake fan, but I don't hate it. I have had it with sushi, and I like it weirdly. I like it warm. People do that. I think that's weird. I don't like it. It's rice wine. It might as well be warm because it's so alien <laughs> for my to my experience. I'm like, there's no rules. I'll have it warm. It's fine. Gross. No, it's okay. Um, you're ready to jump in? To the sake? <laughs> the podcast. Hi. What? That you're was my jump in. I just jumped back out. Jump jump back in. Are you ready to move into the podcast oh, agenda? Oh, I, I am totally. I am primed, peaked, and ready. I, I don't know how peak your performance is right now, but that's okay. I think this is an unfair criticism. I haven't even shown myself to be what I can do. <laughs> you don't even know what I can do. Let us begin with Administrative Corner. Uh, you know, I like Administrative Corner. I know corner. you do. I know you do. Always ready for Administrative Corner. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, you can follow us on Patreon. We're the Golden Ratio 4. But the main uh, Administrative Corner item we have this week is that 2,000 beagles in Virginia were rescued from a lab facility. 4,000? 4,000. Four thousand it's an amazingly large army of lab beagles it's a lot of them that were it was real bad and they all got rescued oh it is four thousand um so they have to be placed within two months so if you're interested in a beagle you can call virginia state senator bill stanley's office at 804-698-7520 bill stanley toured this facility he introduced a bill in the virginia senate that said you can't use companion animals in medical research oh good it didn't pass and after it didn't pass he toured this facility and he was so upset by it that he adopted two of the dogs wow i know he's a democrat i mean i just know yeah yeah um so anyway his office is um working he actually has said like if you're interested in adopting one of these beagles you can call my office and there's a bunch of different rescue groups that are working to place them so if you want to do it you can call senator bill stanley's office yeah, Ca- caveats, lab animals are in worse shape than ours have been, I think, than when you get them, right? Some of them have never been on grass. Some of them, like, they're all very not socialized. They're mm-hmm. all high-maintenance dogs. Don't don't think of this as, like, a, you know... Snoopy. A Snoopy or, a, like, children's present or, you know, a quick a quick and easy way to add a dog to the household it's going to be a little bit of a project it's it's a project my friend um keisha yeah in, who owns a vegan kind of pr firm she has a couple lab beagles yeah 
that she adopted. They're but great. Yeah, they're they're super nice and grateful, but they're also that's why they use them in labs. They don't know how nice. to dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they will be some work, um, but you can do it. You want yeah. a beagle? Call Bill Stanley. He'll that's right. You. And they're not aggressive. They're just you know. They're, they're a little freaked out. They're gonna need a lot of love. Used to being in crates. Yeah. Uh, we are not gonna adopt any beagles. We got enough dogs right now, you guys. We got enough. Um, yep. But these dogs will be very grateful for a nice and house. four thousand is so many it's so that's many. so many it's so many even if someone takes two i mean there's still three thousand nine hundred and ninety eight a left. lot of eagles yeah um okay dog updates where to begin we actually don't have that much well, it's all just with the most recent first perhaps would sure. be a good place to begin so in medias race as they say <laughs> Dad made a tray of roasties this afternoon, and he put it on top of the stove to let it cool. Yep. And we went out to dinner, but we are experienced dog owners, and we closed the baby gate to the kitchen, and nobody ate them while they were cooling on the stove while we were at dinner. And then we got home from dinner, and I fed Remy because... We also distracted dog owners. <laughs> he ate late. He eats... Remy eats later than everybody else. He yeah. eats a pretty strict 12 hours between breakfast and dinner um, to let his insulin be given at exactly 12 hour intervals, which helps him. So I opened the gate to the kitchen. I brought Remy in and I fed him his dinner and I gave him his insulin. And then he was like, okay, cool. I'm done. And then Nacho was like, interesting. (laughs) When my back was turned, he went into the kitchen, jumped up on the stove and (sighs) ate all but four of the roasties. I think he ate about six carrots. And all of a sudden I heard the sound and I went in there and he jumped down and he looked at me with his big eyes and his worried eyebrows. And I was like, you are a bad dog and he's like oh no and i was like get in my office and he's like oh no okay and i closed the door and he just sat down he sat and he looked Aww. at me with his big eyes he's like i'm like, really full jen can can i have maybe a dessert <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he's definitely he's been a wild man today he's really been agitated yeah. all day the good news is he's integrating better and he's becoming himself the bad news is himself is just a more mm-hmm. hyper and more more comfortable about doing mm-hmm. nasty stuff out of control he's today. got he's got all the the new and the don't give a crap about rules of voodoo there's some shining through there sometimes there's some definitely yeah uh i today i took all the kongs out of the toy bin and i filled them with like greek yogurt and a little bit of peanut butter and froze them so right now we're having some peace during the podcast because he's in his crate <laughs> with a greek yogurt kong quite entertained the fact that he likes his crate is still a, a big plus and it a, is a gift a good um a, a, an advantage over what you know voodoo was like yeah no it's so good we can put him in there because he yeah. really does settle down and it just gives us a little bit of sanity and remy and remy Who's a very valiant chew toy at most times, but sometimes just like, oh my goodness, I just wanted to drink some water in peace. Why is this dog at my at my back? Speaking of, uh, <laughs> every morning Remy and Nacho go at it, and Ugh. often in the bedroom on Buttercup's bed, half sister Buttercup, dear dad's dog from his first marriage who passed away a few years ago we have her very nice nice, bed (laughs) it's like one of those 500 hundred dollar beds from orvis it's really nice uh it lives in our bedroom uh kind of in between the door into the bedroom and then the bedroom sliding doors out to the porch and immediately above the bed is an outlet um and 
<laughs> when we first got Nacho, he and Remy played so violently that they threw one of each other against the wall. And I think it, it's Nacho flinging himself. I think stuff. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cracked the plastic plate that covers the outlet. I mean, those things are sturdy. I've lived 53 years and I don't remember ever 54. I've never, <laughs> I've, I don't remember ever seeing a cracked outlet with any dog, child, you know, movers, whatever. It's the just only, really rare. The only outlets I've cracked is when I screwed them in too hard and cracked them on yeah, installation. That's I may have done that yeah. before, but that's different. That's so just from regular wear and tear. No, no, those things are sturdy. So they cracked one a few weeks ago and Jared Dad went to Home Depot and got a new one and replaced it. And they cracked that two days <laughs> ago. Crack, like badly cracked it. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have to get a metal one now. I have a metal one now. Oh, did you get one so today? So we'll see if they bend it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nacho just goes so hard and he just flings himself into stuff because he has very little control, very much excitement, but very little control of his body. When we bought this house, um, it was a mess. I mean, as we've talked about many times and, and part of it was just filthy. Uh, it was a kind of hoarder situation. She had a lot of cats. The house was not cleaned. And so when we we bought it, we came we bought it at the end of October in 2018, I think. And then in November, we had the dog sitter come to our house in Maryland for a week. And we flew down here. We bought a mattress in Key West. It was literally all the furniture that we had. Strapped it to the roof of the rental car oh to get God, it Like home. with two pieces of twine. Yeah, strapped is a strong word. Tied. <laughs> we maybe brought a couple pillows in our luggage. I mean, it like we had nothing. The house was empty yeah. and uh, bought a bunch of cleaning supplies and like 10 gallons of paint. And uh, and I guess the paint for the kitchen cabinets. And all we did for five days was paint every surface in the house. We cleaned GR Dad, full credit, cleaned all the like 25 years of grease accumulation off the kitchen cabinets. Yeah, there was a lot of like just so goop. Much. Yeah. We painted the walls. We painted the ceilings. We cleaned everything and uh just put a coat of white paint on every every surface it in was the house. almost as though we'd like gotten a spray painter and just stood in the middle of the room and just rotated yeah like we did it with rollers and stuff but it was all the same color everywhere <laughs> i mean our necks were sore from looking up from painting ceilings it's just <laughs> the worst yeah. so five days i mean from like light until dark because i don't think we had any lamps there was just like the ceiling lights in the fans. Jeez, oh, if we bought a standing lamp, that was it, or something. I don't think clip, we did. Clip on, yeah. It, I mean, it was Spartan. And then we slept on the mattress, like just, just on like, the floor. Yeah. Oh, it maybe came with a stand, uh, like oh, a free yeah, base. Oh yeah, because it was a sale. Because the yeah. mattress place, go figure. The mattress place had a sale. It was buy <laughs> this mattress and get like an, uh, you know, one of those frames where you can tilt the head up yeah that's right the frame came on like the second day we didn't have it on the first night but then they brought it <laughs> anyway uh it was quite an ordeal and then we learned like nothing delivers to the keys we were like oh we'll just order some stuff mm -mm. i was like well next thursday it'll come next thursday mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway when we did that um all of the plate covers first they hit were like a 1990s almond color yeah. and they were filthy couldn't so couldn't be white they'd have to be almond. not white in a dirty way yeah <laughs> so i went through at one point and just did an inventory of every plate cover in the house like he, this one has two switches this one has one switch this one is like two outlets this is one outlet everything that we needed and you know the house was built in 95 so they had had phone jacks um which obviously we weren't using they weren't even connected anymore and so for the 
the sort of wall plates where the phone jacks were, I'm like, we just got to get the solid ones to just cover up the hole in the wall. And for some reason, we got white plate covers for everything at Home Depot, except for some reason they didn't have them for just the solid like cover up a hole in the wall. So we ended up getting metal ones. And I was like, why the hell would anybody need to buy like a metal plate (laughs) cover? And now we have learned. We have a metal plate (laughs) to cover for the outlet. We also had their almond outlets and some of the switches are still almonds. So I was like, we can rewire these and I can install new ones. Or we can just paint them we white. We just paint it over them <laughs> with the roller. Which is so, like, <laughs> I hate, the German in me hates the walk workaround, right? But it still looks fine and much better than having almond switches and almond outlets in white walls. Yeah, I hate it too. But we're we're slowly going through and replacing everything. Yeah. We got uh, electricians in the house sometimes now. Yeah, I mean, all the stuff in the main room now has mostly been replaced, I think. There's a couple that still need to be a done. A lot of things has furniture in front of them now. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's <right>. fine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's that's the plate cover. So it's metal, and we'll see if it gets bent or broken by Nacho's, usually his butt. I'm confident that, that one's going to be pretty sturdy. He's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Last Friday, we took Hops to the vet. If you're a super follower, you got a bonus podcast update, I think, after last Friday with Hopper's updates. Um, but you got a thorough, she got a thorough checking out, right? And she x-rays did. and blood work and all the stuff. We were, you know, we said on the last podcast that she was having a hard time. She definitely is feeling better now. Um, we, so she had been on prednisone for her ear infection, which we took her off. And then on Monday, she restarted her carprofen, which is her anti-inflammatory. So she feels a lot better with that. Um, we, But we wanted to do a full checkup anyway, because she's kind of been slowing down. So we did like full body x-rays, blood work, everything. Um, her hips and her knees look great. Her EKG looks great. She has very serious arthritis in her elbow on the front, which is like not the best because it's the only leg she has. The only thing she has up there. Um, So we started her on a new injectable that's supposed to help with arthritis. Um, It's kind of like Adequan if you've used that, but it's a different medicine, but similar kind of idea, an injectable anti-arthritis drug. So we just started that last week. Um, And they did chest x-rays because, of course, we were worried about her having lung cancer, because that's how her um, synovial sarcoma that metastasizes into lung cancer. So we're always worried about that. And she's panting, which is which is a symptom of everything. Yeah. Yeah, panting a lot of like even in the middle of the night when she's been laying down for hours, kind of shallow, fast breaths, which is a sign of lung cancer. Like panting in her sleep, right? It's like it's not good. It was sounds, not good. It sounds bad. Yeah. Um, so they did chest X-ray. No signs of tumors that we saw on Friday, which is great. Um, and the vet was like, you know, we clearly need to work on the pain management. Like that's clearly the thing that's causing this. Um, but the vet's like, you know, her blood vessels in her lungs look much bigger than they're supposed to be. She's like, you see the third rib, they're supposed to be the diameter of the third rib. And and they were clearly like, obvious even to me, like way bigger than that. So weird. Yeah. So we we sent it off to a radiologist and, uh, yesterday the vet called back. 
um, with all the blood work and the radiology report, radiologist says, no, this is fine. It's normal. She's like, that's why we have radiologists instead of me. (laughs) She's she's just a dog with big blood vessels. So that's fine, which is good. That's a relief. Um, The blood work basically looks normal, except her thyroid values were a little low. So they kind of did the, like the initial thyroid test. And when you suspect that a dog might have thyroid problems, then there's like a more detailed test. So she put in a request for them to do that. We'll probably get those results Friday. Um, there's all kinds of reasons the thyroid values can be low. So if she does have thyroid problems, she'll go on the thyroid medicine that Brody and Remy are on. <laughs> we have a ton of it. We have all the thyroid problem dogs. No kidding. Um, and if she doesn't, like you can, you can have apparently low thyroid if you have joint disease, which she obviously has. Oh, who I don't know anything about this, but apparently that's it. So she maybe doesn't have like hypothyroidism necessarily. So they're doing those checks, but in any case, she's in pretty good shape. Good job, Hops. Yep. Quit which being is such a diva. Um, so that's the Hopper update. I did take her for a big swim today, or she took herself. She and put then herself I, in the water. I continued it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it for dog updates. You want to add anything about anyone else? Brody's arm is mostly better. Mm-hmm. It's starting and to get black in parts like a normal elbow callus. Like a callus, not a, just a scar. Yeah. Not just like the pink soft tissue, which I think is good. It, it seems kind of sensitive right now. I mean, he seems fine, but it seems like tender skin so it would be nice for it to toughen up a bit yeah it either it will be less itch- itchy or even if it's still a little itchy it'll it'll withstand the occasional scratches he does with his back leg yep or occasional licks yeah but he's doing you know pizza slices and rolling on his back he seems he seems actually much more chipper than yeah a few months ago when he, he was good. still healing i think he's very happy to be out of the cone and the sleeve and everything and just naked again Yes. He likes living yes. naked. Well, he's he's decent when he's naked, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add on dog updates? Uh, no, no escape attempts, no no issues with any of the others so far. Even so, the probation may be wearing off a little bit, except for Remy, who's still on strict no water. Yes. It's interesting. So, um, Jared has a untapped account. I think you're Ingo 13 on untapped. Probably. Um, and we rate every time he has it. He, you like to really try different beers when we go out, especially yep. to places local. that have them on tap. Yep. Local, local. beers. Mm-hmm. So Gear Dad rates a lot of beers because he tries all, he'd get a beer of the month. That was your Christmas present from yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a lot of beers get rated on there and I always in I'm the data inputter on <laughs> untapped. Yes, it's very it's I love the interactive process. It would I would well by obviously I don't rank uh, rate the beers that I drink just by myself when you're not around. That's right. So it's like at dinner tonight he got a new beer and I was like, oh, let's put it in untapped. So <laughs> I go like it's so good. How would you rate it on a scale of zero to five? And he gives everything like a four point two five or four point five. Yeah, and then everything. you roll your eyes and you're like, that's not how data works. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> how my that's how I feel. We've I've bought <laughs> beers and he's like, this is literally undrinkable. Let's throw it away. Uh, three three point seven five. I don't want to hurt any beer's feelings. You know what? It's your system. It's not mine. Uh, and I was like, what do you want to say to this? What do you think it tastes like? And I put in all the stuff and then I read him the little I love badges. it. I love the interactive process. It's like a little game we have. Yeah. It's it's a fun little time. Yeah. Um, and 
Why did I bring up the untapped? I don't know. We were talking about dogs and and, and oh, escaping. Yeah. So when Inko describes the beers, he <laughs> usually goes. Uh, right. I do, I do. <laughs> so he'll get like a you know the crazy lady pale ale, and it'll you'll be like more like a you know. It's not, not like a pale ale. <laughs> not more like a pilsner than a pale ale. He says a lot of things like what it's not like. It's true. And and I always give him a hard time. I'm like, you just keep saying what this beer yeah. isn't. Like, <laughs> could you say what it is? Uh, and that's sort of what you're doing with the dogs now. Like, nobody's escaped. Well, nobody's if I say done they're this. good dogs, it just gets boring and I mean, edited we, too. <laughs> <laughs> we could just not say anything. They're good dogs. No, it needs to be said. This leads me to point one under ramblings. Speaking of ramblings. The only point under ramblings, which is last week we were talking. So we, you know, we make a lot of dog content. Ingo has really does the majority of the snaps at this point. Uh, but we also make a lot of bonus content for the Patreon slash super followers. And, uh, I was I think we were talking about the snaps because when I used to do the snaps, they were like two or three minutes every <laughs> yes, night. That's right. They were very punchy. It was you, you are high quality, low quantity. They were well. I don't even care about their necessarily being low quantity. I just want it well edited. So it's like you don't get bored. You don't want to skip ahead like every there's a point to everything in there. And dear dad's like. They're playing fetch. Let's do three one-minute videos of them playing fetch. Well, because they won't let me do a one three-minute video. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's all. And so I said to GR Dad, and uh, this is giving myself too much credit. I'm like, you know how everybody says like, oh, Stephen King, if he published his grocery list, I would totally read that. Like, can you imagine if somebody actually pub published Stephen King's grocery list and it sold like five million copies just like his, his other books? And he'd be like... I wrote this novel and I put all <laughs> this time and work novel. into this novel and literally people bought as many copies and had as much praise for my grocery list that I wrote on the back of an envelope. Why am I putting all of the effort into making this so good when people like this garbage just fine? Well, I feel a little bit like that with the snaps. Not that your snaps are garbage and not that mine are like whatever the snap equivalent of Stephen King's books are. But it's like I put all this effort into making really good snaps with like great timing and really like keep you engaged. And you're like five minutes of the same thing. And everybody's like, I loved your dad's snap so much. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to my excursion is going to be. I keep waiting for something awesome to happen and I'll just keep it on there until something cool happens. But it's not like a live stream where you have to keep it on waiting for an awesome thing. You can just, you can record a whole bunch and then you could just post the awesome thing and not post the other stuff. That seems like a lot of work and why not take people along for the journey? <laughs> you know, I grew up in the MTV generation when we didn't know what video was going to play next so we had to watch like four hours to get a good one yeah you just keep waiting yeah you put up with a lot of crap and you watch a lot of mediocre stuff well look everybody likes what you do so i'm not criticizing i i'm not the artist the dogs are so good i feel a little underappreciated the dogs grocery list is what people are here <laughs> to see <laughs> Uh, the other item under ramblings besides me feeling sorry for myself. Oh my God. Why do you feel sorry for yourself? Because I work so hard and nobody likes what I do. They like oh your stuff better. You, everybody loves what you do. And that's they like yours better. 
No, yes. that's so clear. Oh, not true. They lo- they nobody's like Jen. Your snaps were really good today. They're like Jen. Those snaps weren't bad. I can't wait for Gr Dad to be back home so I we can have the eight minute snaps again. I can't wait to see a snap from Gr Dad where he doesn't have his finger in it. That's going to be awesome. Nobody says that. The expectation is it's all crap, but maybe one nope. day I want to see one without a finger in the, the lens. The comments are all like. GR Dad snaps are amazing. Like you're gone for five days and then you come back and it's been like days of like three and four minute snaps and I'm working so hard to make a bunch of stuff and then it's like 12 minute snaps and people are like, thank God Ingo is back. Let's just watch Remy sleep for five minutes. <laughs> Look how cute he is. Maybe he'll twitch his feet. <laughs> Maybe he won't though. Maybe he won't. Because you know, it's just like life. You just don't know. It makes me a little sad. Oh. That's fine. Yours is better. Mine's but, longer. I mean, clearly people don't think mine's better. Uh, and it's fine. I think you're being no, no, it's over fine. exaggerating with the people. Um, I read all the comments and there's a lot of enthusiasm for you and there's like mm, almost zero enthusiasm. Nobody for me. ever busts on you. They just know you're awesome. And then they're like, oh, Ingo's pretty good too. I'm better praise him. No, else, no. There is literally like. <laughs> Thank God and goes back to doing uh, the snaps. I missed them so much. It's not true. A hundred percent. I'll send you, I'll send you tweets. <laughs> That's the other thing I don't get to have to tweet. So it's fine. <laughs> uh, the other thing under ramblings, this isn't really a taste of the keys yet, but maybe it will be in a couple of weeks as we were out to dinner last night, uh, tonight and uh, coming up a week from Sunday ish, like next, next weekend. 23rd ish. Yeah. Is um, Christmas in July in Key West. So there's a Christmas in July bar crawl that starts at two. It ends at six on Sunday. It's 20 bucks. You get a shot at every bar you go to for a, your 20 a bucks. A unique or what is it called? Special themed, shot? Spe- themed, themed shot. shot. Um, you got to wear <laughs> Christmas PJs. Yeah. Christmas PJ bar crawl, 20 bucks. It's going to be 100 degrees. <laughs> like literally the, Ingo today. So Ingo... Uh every day <laughs> Talk about my disordered time blindness so i get hungry early like 5 p.m i'm like time to start making dinner i'm hungry 10 and 5 <laughs> 10 o'clock is breakfast time mm. hey i made it to like 11 15 today that's but lunch time for lunch time breakfast is when you wake up which is appropriate i don't always eat breakfast but yes lunch time I'm ready at 10 for sure. <laughs> Double digits and you're good to go. <laughs> uh, but dinner, five. Even if I have a sn- I mean, I often have an afternoon snack. Still five, six is okay. You'll stretch it to 5.30 sometimes. 4.30, Ingo's like, I'm thinking about working out. <laughs> and Ingo's workouts are always an hour. And then he needs, and 100% you need, uh, a solid 20 minutes to like cool off before you can shower. You started looking at me going, did you shower? Because you can't tell. Because if Ingo works out and then showers and then gets out of the shower, he continues sweating if he doesn't have a proper. I, cool I can't down turn time. it off. It's impossible. It's no, very I know. difficult. I none of this is saying that you're being a diva. This place is a sweaty place down here. So, the problem is that Ingo always thinks about working out starting at like four or four thirty. Which, aside from the fact that it's extremely inconvenient for my meal planning, because like I'm just starting to think about dinner at four thirty. Um, the heat index at 4.30 now is around 105. Uh, today I checked it in Key West. It was like 123, I think was the I heat I did index. accept that today was not the day. You keep going like, today. I'm going to go for a run. And I'm like, I love the heat. And I almost had to sit down on the side of the road 
last week when I went running in the afternoon. You can't go running in the afternoon. You either have to go in the morning and be home before like 930 or go in the dark. You can't go at four o'clock when the heat index is 107 or 110. I and I can't go in the dark because that means no beers. <laughs> That's right. Like you want to have beer with dinner. So you got to start going in the morning. And so today oh. Ingo's like, uh, it's like four o'clock. He's like, I'm thinking about going for a run. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, do you know what the heat index is right now? And you read it to me. It was, what was it in Key West? 125. 125. That's like the the that's like Mars or Venus. That's a Venus. That's a <laughs> Venus temperature. I mean, I checked it. Like sometimes you'll get like an individual weather station that has an abnormal reading, but I checked it on like Kajo Key, which is next to us, and it was like 107. It's you way, can't. I mean, it, there's. I'm not getting any money for this running, so I'm not gonna do it. It's also, I might die. There's no shade in the Keys because there's no trees other than palm trees, so they put a little like blob of shade. And that's it. Like there's no shade anywhere. So you're in direct yeah. and there's no clouds. So you're just in direct beating sunlight yeah. with like, I mean, there's a running lot of, on asphalt. There's a lot of humidity in Washington, D.C. Uh, it's a humid place. And I was like, well, it's never, you know, moving to South Florida is not going to be that How much, much worse. Could it be? How bad could it be? So, Yeah. So the dew point, I'm looking at right now, the dew point in D.C. is 70, which is high for D.C. Uh, I'm just clicking over here. The dew point right now in Key West is 75. Usually the dew point in D.C. is like 63. Yeah. And that's extremely humid. That's considered like oppressively bad. There's a scale of humidity on like, like what the dew points are. Yeah. And there's like high and then there's extreme and then there's miserable. <laughs> miserable is the top is level. Is that really a thing? Yeah, it That's really hilarious. is. And we are solidly in miserable uh, from like 10 a.m. until like 7 p.m. Occasionally, my little weather station here, which I love, has like 83 degrees, 83% humidity. I'm yeah. like, what is up with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of humidity. It's, it's extremely humid. So, uh, And the UV index is like in the middle of the summer like 13 in the middle of the day i didn't think it went above 10. yeah it turns out it goes way i mean it goes arbitrarily high it goes to rotisserie chicken yeah <laughs> which is definitely what you turn into <laughs> i i am not very smart about this i was smart enough today to not go running good job when it was over 90 degrees here it was like 93 and it doesn't get that human. hot like in terms of digits it's not like oh it's 100 degrees here it's never <sighs> been 100 degrees in the keys 93 is plenty but the the humidity is so high that the dew point is well into the hundreds every and day. even if it's 70 degrees and high humidity i don't like it, it yeah. doesn't i mean that doesn't describe it 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 affects me badly like it's not it a subjective thing i just like i struggle with it yeah yeah and i sweat a lot before shower after shower yeah during shower, yep. you know, whatever. Yep. Uh, so anyway, we're not going to get you regular PJs. I'm going to look for like men's PJs with shorts. Oh, See hey. <laughs> not flannel. Shorts and suspenders, though. If that's what you want, I can make that I could be an elf. They have shorts and suspenders, I think. Elves, don't, don't elves have shorts? Uh, sure. Point shoes. Yeah. Rolly pointy shoes. Whatever makes you happy, man. I just want to be cool. <laughs> T-shirt, suspenders, shorts. Okay. I'll make it happen. And a hat. Pointy hat. Got it. Done. No beard because hot. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, you want to do German word of the week or taste of the keys? <sighs> taste of the keys. 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 Taste of the keys
Taste of the Keys. So it was the underwater music festival in the Keys this last week. That's hilarious. Uh, Good job on so Keys. So yeah, people dress up often like mermaids, which I'm going to say is like not my favorite thing, but not everybody dresses up like a mermaid, but they do sort of get dressed up. And then they have like fake underwater guitars and instruments and they put on their scuba gear and they go down on Lou Key, which is the the U.S. equivalent of the Great Barrier Reef. It's beautiful and amazing. But it's much, much smaller. Yeah, but it's still pretty big and it's fantastical. Yep. And uh, and they go down there and there's a bunch of speakers in the water that pipe the music in. And, uh, you know, you can't hear a lot because it's in the water. It was like a four-hour concert, I think, they had. You didn't have to stay down the whole time unless yep. you were dead. <laughs> but uh, But it was a long time to be... I think they had special underwater speakers, right? So if they were yep. quote unquote playing music down there. Yep. It's it's something. <laughs> it sure is. Nobody asks if the fish like it. Like did the fish run away? Were they like this is terrible. We want some updated mu- music or, you know, quit playing Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac is definitely the kind of thing they would play. No offense. I like Fleetwood Mac, but it is also yacht rock. Yeah, well, there's a lot of yacht rock in the Keys. Like, not all of it, but yeah, there's plenty. Yeah. Uh, we have a second conch life, which is um, man arrested for impersonating police <sighs> officer. This is terrible. Yeah, it is. Um, so this dude, a 36-year-old Key Largo man, was arrested Monday after falsely claiming to be a New York State trooper in an effort to get his ex-girlfriend arrested. Claude Francis Tristram was charged with false impersonation of a police officer. Mm. So his ex-girlfriend reported him for violating a restraining order. He wasn't supposed to contact her, but he was calling her. He was texting her. He would mail her USB devices with messages on them. He got, I mean, she went uh, all the trouble to get a restraining order. So he must have been terrible. The fact that he's like a judge agreed he's terrible, right? Yeah. And it's not easy to get a restraining order. So he's Mm -hmm. calling, he's texting, he's mailing USB drives with messages on them. What the heck? And then he got this app that changes the phone number that's displayed when you call. So it like fakes the caller ID and starts calling her with that. Um, And then later in the month, they get a call to the non-emergency line in the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. Um, from someone who says they're an off-duty New York State trooper who's reporting a possible intoxicated driver driving recklessly. So the deputies respond. They find the vehicle. Um, At the same time that they're approaching the vehicle, this dude, Tristram, comes up, pulls over to help identify the vehicle for deputies. He's like, you guys, you guys, that's the one. That's the one I called you about. Uh, He also told them the vehicle was heading to a specific residence, which turned out to be his ex-girlfriend's residence. So the ex-girlfriend obviously is in the car. She is not drunk. The dude just called the cops on her. I guess it's like the driving equivalent of swatting someone. She's just sober driving home. And he's like, there's this person driving drunk, follows the car, waits for the deputies so the ex-girlfriend tells the cops, uh, I bet this is my ex-boyfriend who have the restraining order and he calls you guys. So the detectives found the phone number that was used to call 911 to report the intoxicated driver. Um, 
and it was from this app that blocks the display number. Right. So they go to the app and they're like, give us the records. I'm guessing they got a subpoena. So the app turns over the records because you have to have an account on this app. It's not free. So the app says, okay, well, like that number was assigned to this actual phone number. Like here's the account of the guy who shockingly was the ex-boyfriend who had the restraining order. So he's the one who called 911. Saying he was an off-duty saying he's an off-duty new york state police officer so then they're like okay well it was definitely this guy so then they called the new york state police and they're like hey this guy and they're like yeah no he doesn't (laughs) work here he's never worked here we don't have any state troopers with that name uh warrants were obtained for tristram's arrest and he was booked into jail i think that's great that they took it seriously they subpoenaed the provider they didn't just shrug their shoulders and be like what a nightmare what but Yes, Fuck what a nightmare, guy. but good police response to follow through and to do mm-hmm. the work and actually sort of clear the case instead of kind of, kind of shrugging and being like, well, you know, you're fine. You're free to go, lady. I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. But also, what an idiot and a, and a jerk to... You can call 911, like, anonymously. You can call as a civilian. You can call as anyone and they'll take your report seriously. You don't have to lie about being an off-duty New York City cop unless you're a psychopath. He's clearly a psychopath. He though. is a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. So don't do that in the keys because they'll get you. You know what? Don't do it anywhere because it's a dick move. I bet you, bet you it was Deputy Radecki. <laughs> well, this is Key Largo, so right. Deputy Radecki usually covers marathon. I think for the smart stuff, for the like subpoenas. He's a specialist in app subpoenaing. <laughs> Uh, all right, German word of the week. All right, I was going to do vorauseilender Gehorsam, which is sort of a complicated concept. It's two yeah. words, too. <laughs> all right, German phrase of the week. Vorauseilend means to like run ahead of or to speed ahead. All right. And Gehorsam is obedience. And so it's this concept where... Germans are known for this, for us, Islander Gehorsam, which is uh, yeah. if if the EU, for example, says they're going to implement a rule in 2025 to, I don't know, prohibit plastic bags, the Germans will be like, we're going to do that today because we don't want to fi- be found in non-compliance. So we're going to be 110% compliant by 2025. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, they just go way ahead of any you know actual regulation and they they follow the the spirit and the letter of the law as soon and as hard as they can they, there's no you know hesitation or questioning or um you know let's wait and see how it's really implemented mm-hmm. uh they and it's gotten them in trouble in the past this mm-hmm. this sort of this sort of uh spirit of um Compliance. Compliance. It's very good to comply because then you also police your neighbor's compliance. And if yeah. they're not complying and you guys everyone's are good at that. enthusiastically enforcing the rules with <laughs> and, and against each other. So it's this uh, this idea of overcompliance. I mean, the Germans are kind of known for, you know, if there's a rule, they'll follow it 104%. You know, the Italians will do it. If you're going to do stereotypes, right, they'll just see how it works and do the best they can and be reasonable. And others are, you know, have their own level of of how they implement these things. But Germans are like, if it's a rule, it must be obeyed at all times in the dark, 
when there's a power outage at all times, <laughs> no question, period. And we got to do it right away. No question. Mm-hmm. And it's this idea. I mean, the, the phil- philosophy behind this term is that it makes it easier for authoritarianism because they really they don't even have to really work to get the laws passed. They just have to kind of announce that they're thinking about the law. And this foros means people will be like, well, we better start acting as though it's law already. So we're in compliance when it happens. And, you know, we'll make it easier for the government. It's OK. Yeah. They don't have to go through all the formalities. We'll <laughs> just do it. No worries. That's very un-American. Yeah, but it is very, very German. And if the, it, you Interesting. Know, if, if the EU says we're going to require pink passports in 10 years, the Germans will be like, we're doing it this year. We're doing pink passports. They're already pink. They're already pink. We, we've already collected them all. Yep. Yeah, and That's it's good, good, but problematic sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good one. Yeah, complicated philosophical, philosophical point, but there's something to it. All right, we are now on to the new segment of the podcast. I am calling Ingo Corner, which is not actually a new segment. It just is a named segment because I always go, and we're done with the podcast, and then you have other stuff to say. So now I have named this section at the end of the podcast for you to just say the stuff that you're going to say anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Except now I feel better because it's Ingo's Corner. Well, you gave me no warning about Ingo's Corner. You don't have to say anything. I'm happy for Ingo's Corner to just not have any items this week. (laughs) thanks to everyone who Uh. chimes in and who listens and we are always very happy i've said this a hundred million times very happy if if this makes anyone's day brighter if it helps in any small way uh to make people's days a little easier and lives a little better um that's still what we're here for and and it I, i i love seeing comments or getting the idea that you know watching vink bounce up and down makes someone's day a little bit better because that's what we're doing this for and it makes us all it makes us very happy and makes me happy see this is exactly what ango's corner is for because <laughs> i'd be like you don't need to say that on the podcast it's kind of boring i it, have learned, everybody loves everything you say so I've, now you get to just say it. i've grown older now and i've learned that the things that i think go without saying actually don't and a lot of times they just live in my head unless i say them so i'm gonna over say them sometimes that's fine yeah but is there anything else you'd like to talk about in ingo's corner you have free reign <laughs> i will not stop any this no, can be unless boring you think i'm missing something but no that was that's a very important point not new but important and so that's all i'm gonna say this is just like if there's anybody who does share my sensibilities about content and go like man like ingo just says a whole bunch of stuff you can just end now because i'm putting ingo's corner at the end there's not going to be any more content i appreciate you not uh, editing it out i think that's nice thank you (laughs) you don't know that i'm not gonna (laughs) you are conveniently putting it at the end (laughs) so you just lop it off and be like oh i could save five minutes (laughs) and be like don't put anyone (laughs) asking you okay now ingo time for ingo corner Wait a minute. Now I'm confused. <laughs> I won't cut it out because everybody likes you better than me and they like what you have to say. And logistically, so. it's complicated and why go to the extra effort? I Just leave it in anything. there. It's fine. We're I not, don't edit anything. We're not, you know, this is not the the freaking late show podcast or whatever the hell overproduced thing it is. This is just us talking. Yep. Anything else? No. All right. Uh, until next week, everyone, Slava Ukraini, and don't bet anyone unless they ask you to. Exactly, on both points. Bye. Bye.